Um, are we good? We're good. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to just kind of make sure your feet are nice and flat on the floor, grounded into the earth, um, you can place your palms down if you'd like to ground a little bit before we begin or place them up. If you want to receive maybe some guidance and just start to deepen your breath. Breathing in through the nose, maybe let some size out through the mouth. If technology was a little wonky for us before we began, or we had wild mornings, just let it all go. And just release calling ourselves here into the present moment, just acknowledging where we're each at individually on this journey today. And just releasing anything that's not serving us so that we can be the most clear channels possible to share our message today. Maybe place a hand on your heart and a hand on your stomach and take a few more deep breaths. And Jenna, our lovely guest, I would like to ask you if you wouldn't mind to speak out loud, um, if you can say maybe just like a word or a, an affirmation as a, maybe an intention for the podcast today of something you would want us and the viewers to feel or experience today. Absolutely. The word that I'm thinking about is love. So. So let's all just feel into the love and just fill our bodies with what that feels like to us as we breathe in. Just that ooey gooey, feel good love filling us up from the top of our head to the tips of our toes. Maybe we invite in our guides and our angels to pour a little extra love in us so we have more to give out. Just take a few more deep breaths here, really feeling gratitude and love into the present moment. And then whenever we're ready, start to come back into the space, wiggling our fingers, our toes, maybe opening our eyes when we're ready. <laughs> so I channeled Thank a you. song at, during the end of that. I like couldn't help it. Once I was like, let's let our guides and our angels come in. I don't know who it was. If it was one of your guides, one of my guides, I don't know, but it was like, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> in the name of love that's what came through I was like really okay it's so funny I was like why but it happens so we it, right it made me giggle so maybe that's what I needed I don't know all right so welcome to the stairway to healing podcast we have an amazing guest on today who's also named Jenna <laughs> and 
She is the founder of My Awakening Within. She is an intuitive psychic medium, an energy healer who works in the Akashic field, the Akashic realm. And she's also a conscious living and business coach. She even has her own podcast entitled My Awakening Within. And so welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So if you would just share a little bit about your journey as to what got you into the work that you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So I had such an interesting journey as it all is. (laughs) So I really wasn't into any kind of intuitive work. Uh, I didn't consider myself intuitive. And I had a, a some traumas that have happened a couple of years ago. Uh, my husband had a manic episode, we didn't know he was bipolar. And there was a lot of uh, traumas that kind of unfolded over a couple months. And so eventually he had went to get treatment. And I realized that I was not okay. I actually was out of leave after that for about five months. And so it took for me to get really kind of out of body to come back in uh, after doing a lot of intensive uh, treatment, psychotherapy, EMDR, uh, all phenomenal work. I had a spiritual coach at that same place. And when I started hearing my ear ringing, and so after, and I, and that was in the middle of while I was actually even going through everything. So he said, okay, I, I put that on a hold. And when I went back to work, I started asking my spiritual coach about it. And now my mentor, and he was like, all right, get a deck of Oracle cards. So I started going to psychic and mediumship development classes. And I started getting information and realizing that I was intuitive my whole life, <laughs> uh, realizing that I would in business, I would use it, I would know things. And that would be like, this is how we're going to do it. And then I'd back it up through different ways. And so really what stem my energy, my, you know, my energy journey is I, my hands one day, one of the circles started heating up. And we were, we were sending out energy to a kind of a list of people doing kind of like a a healing or prayer circle. And I was like, what is this? So I had to stop because it got so uncomfortable and it was recommended to get Reiki attuned. Eventually I did get Reiki attuned. And about a week later I did ayahuasca, which completely like, <laughs> you want to talk about opening up and I had some intentions to open up spiritually but uh during my I had two nights of doing it and then one one time during the day we did a changa and so I started signing with my hands or what it's called and really doing light language with my hands and I sat up the whole time and I remember the shaman was like, I don't know anyone that's ever done that. I had so much energy just kind of flowing through me. And I found, ended up finding someone that was doing that online. But the good thing about, you know, social media, you can find people that are like, I'm just like, what is going on here? What's going on with my hands? And I ended up finding someone on social media and she directed me to my Akashic teacher. Uh, I did a reading with her because I never had a read a Akashic reading before. I've, you know, I'm like, oh, I've heard of psychic readings and and all of that. And I saw, okay, this there's something to this. And I really decided at that time I wanted to do it for myself. 
I was like, okay, I want to heal. I've done the psychotherapy and I've had a good foundation. And now there's things in, you know, my body that want to release and the the traumas and all the kind of repressed stuff in my body. And so I, I mean, I went in like every day I was going every day and I was in a program with her one-on-one. And so after a while, like maybe six months later, I realized I was like, I'm going to do this for other people (laughs) because it was the amount of healing and the shifts that I experienced was so profound. I didn't even realize that there was that much still left in. Right. I mean, I didn't realize at that point in my journey that healing is like an ongoing thing, but there's more layers to healing. There's things in our body, there's ancestral stuff, there's generational, there's other lifetimes. And, uh, and I felt that I experienced for me to actually experience things in my body while looking at other lifetimes being released. I know that I wasn't, you know, I'm like, I'm not making this up. So I knew I had to start doing it for other people. And that's kind of a little, yeah, a little bit of my journey. (laughs) Amazing. It wow. sounds like you were all in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like just all at once, right? Just like boom, like skyrocket awakening. Yeah. It was definitely, um, I, I definitely feel like the way that it all happened was like, all right, we have to move you over here. It's like kind of like fast track, but um, really, my like, I had really held off on any type of healing my entire life. I had, you know, things that I've gone through, I've like repressed memories from under the age of 11, and I hadn't addressed that. Um, even in my 20s, like things started to kind of come up. And I I started to realize, okay, I have, I don't remember what I used to watch at this age and like all these people do. And I started to realize there's something here. Mm. And so I, I really held off on all of that. And I think the universe and my plan, I believe was like, all right, you're going to be a little stubborn because I'm also double Gemini. Um, so, you know, I feel like there was, there was some bit there. They're like, all right, we're just going to push you here. <laughs> When you say j- double Gemini, what, where is the Gemini in your chart? The sun and moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's the thing about us. Gemini. I'm a Gemini sun. And like, when, when we get going on something, like we can be pretty, pretty passionate about it. Um, but, yeah. but you know, the, the thing is we also get involved in so many different things as Gemini's. Cause we're so curious about just like everything. So how did you keep yourself like on track were there things that like kind of made you be like oh I don't know if this is my path or like if these things was there things that got you like like oh there's a squirrel kind of moments with your spiritual path or was it always so much like Akashic past life type work um I no I definitely feel like there's a lot of like I want to do this, this, and this. Cause when I started going to psychic and mediumship development circles, they're just the opening up and all the people that are doing different things and what are they learning? So there was definitely a lot of classes that I took. It wasn't, it wasn't like a lot of time and resources I put, but I was definitely um, looking in different areas. And so uh, I, I really did hold off for a couple months before I was Reiki tuned because I wasn't feeling, I felt like that wasn't what I was going to end up doing. I had this knowing, which is true, but it was just what, what kind of helped to open up into and get me into a direction of energy work. And I knew that I was going to be doing energy work and I knew I was going to be doing healing. I felt it 
I definitely felt that in my bones after all the work that I did, after all the um, healing and, and all the things that I went through, I said, you know, there's something here. I don't know what modality. I don't even know what the modalities were at that time. So I was like, I didn't know about Akashic. Um, and yeah, so I definitely went off a bit on little things and, and thankfully I was like, my guides or whoever were like, we, we need to wrangle her in, like give her some direction. And I found, I found someone on social media. So I see that as my giving me like they dropped them in (laughs) wow so like walk me through like what um a typical like session would look like for you and your clients do you do like a lot of different types of sessions or is there really just like one thing what what does it look like when if I were to come to you yeah absolutely and I wanted to go over to you so I work with uh what's called Akashic Enlightenment and so it includes your Akashic records and uh, it includes 11th density book of truth, which the Akashic records is one hallway, um, one hallway of that. So it's, it's just a multi-universal knowledge. And so, um, we, we, yeah, can we take one step back actually? I'm yes. sorry to interrupt, but, um, so I, I, I often jump right into things because like I am, I'm a Gemini. So I know a lot of very random things about spirituality. And one of the things I do is that I'm attuned to the Akashic records and I I can facilitate other people becoming attuned to it, but I'm thinking about it and I'm like, Oh, what if somebody (laughs) listening has no idea what the Akashic records are? And we haven't really said that yet. Right. So can you, can, can we backtrack and just, just give me like a, like a, I have no idea what you're talking about viewpoint on the Akashic records. What are they? Yes. So your Akashic records is an energetic database of every thought, feeling, emotion that you've ever had in, in this lifetime and in other lifetimes. And so it's not necessarily, um, you know, a book or, or anything like that. It's really tapping in, uh, putting a, a high vibrational space and opportunity to bring things forward. A lot of times people use this for like the root of something, the root of, you know, I'm having a block to my abundance or I'm not happy in my career anymore. So that's what a lot of people use it for. I mean, there's a ton of things where like, well, what, what about this lifetime? And, um, but I, I find a lot of clients come to me for that. And so we look at exactly we open up, it's a high vibrational sacred space, setting the space to be, you know, I bring in different um, ascended masters, different beings to really have this sacred space. And it allows for a high vibrational energy, where when they're asking the question, or we're asking the question, and the information is coming back, it allows for this understanding, right? Like the, the person that is, it's in their records, they're allowing and accepting, and we're, I'm setting the tone for this high vibrational space for this consciousness to move, to move forward from whatever needs to be learned from whatever energy needs to be cleared and, and I say energy clearing but it's it's just moving right just moving energy in a different point um but a lot of times I say clearing so I like to you know just that's not how energy works but um but yeah so really that's a lot about the Akashic records um people will go to it for many many different things like I said um and then a lot of times what I incorporate in my sessions as well is also energy modalities so we have um the book of truth I also work with um I work with beings and ascended masters up to um 
of uh, 12 density. Uh, I also work with light language that I bring in for the healings. Uh, sometimes I speak it, sometimes I sign it uh, with my hands. And then I also do, um, I also work with beings, ninth, ninth density, um, angelic extraterrestrial beings that come in that also work on different, different aspects of, for the healing. So it's a lot of different things in the session for all in one. And uh, usually how I go through is there's a question, what that question could be. It might be a general clearing. It might be something specific. Sometimes there's a health issue. Uh, it could be something on career. And then I go after going through that, there's the guidance, there's what's coming through in the reading. Um, then I go forward and I move the energy. So there's some, a couple minutes of moving energy using the different modalities I talked about. And I start to ask the questions, are there other lifetimes that are related? And it's really, uh, it's really the soul, the person that I'm working with, their readiness and their, you know, maybe, maybe not necessarily their readiness in a bad way, but just even energetically. Sometimes there's a lot of work in this lifetime and that's just what, what the Akasha record says, Hey, you know, that's what, you know, their higher self is like the, what they want to focus on. But sometimes other lifetimes come in and it's the same cycle. Uh, something very similar that is coming through that's just repeating and it could be with the same person but now they're their mother and they're you know well however it works but it's so funny because I won't know anything and there's a situation that's going on in their life that they didn't talk about and it's the same cycle that's happening in this lifetime that's coming through again so it's pretty cool um, and then I also see uh, which is interesting uh, it's more I wouldn't say newer like like it just happened but over the past few months I've been hearing about timelines have been coming through so that's kind of been really interesting uh the first time that happened the person was like what do you mean and I was like well let's find out <laughs> like let's ask so like to give how to really explain what's happening and uh, really, I'm I'm op opening up portals, right, and bringing through different beings and different, like, for this instance, a timeline that was the ex it pretty much the exact same thing happened minus one detail, and it needed healing, it needed energy, whatever it was that it kind of started coming into. Um, or or that she was holding on to energy from that timeline and need to be healed and moved through. So uh, that's, um, you know, that's a little bit of that. And then I pretty much end it with, uh, you know, aligning them and are there any action steps, right? Because there's, uh, we have free will to shift, to stay in the perspectives that we were in. So this is really essentially like what I call the spiritual homework afterwards. And it allows them to, or, you know, it keeps them really in that direction of that perspective. So that energy, everything moved out, things were cleared, but now these are the things to be in this new way of being, to not be in those false alignments, to be into our true selves and where we want to really go. So that's really what like to expect on a typical um, reading and healing session. So, and there's business readings as well, but those are a little bit different. <laughs> Yeah, that's wow. That's amazing. That sounds incredible. I want to experience that. Um, <laughs> but for like the the person experiencing it, when it's happening, 
are they laying on a table sort of meditating? Is it like a conversation? Like I'm trying to grasp like the visual behind it. Like what, if I'm doing it, what do I have to do versus what you're doing? You know what I mean? So I, I do recommend that like the client will t- to take notes, okay. um, you know, on, on what, I mean, they are recorded because there's a lot of, there's a spiritual homework at the end. And this is like, Hey, this is like, you know, um, a, a lot of times people won't necessarily listen to everything. And I, I don't think it's necessary, uh, but um, there's the things for them to say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to help me great. And that's like the guidance that's given. Um, I do recommend the notes, but sometimes people don't. And they just kind of sit back the whole time because there's a lot of energy and I bring in different modalities. So it's just kind of like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and, and so they're just sit sitting back kind of on their chair. I do a lot of remote sessions too. So I prepare the clients beforehand, uh, really kind of what to expect. And I say, hey, you know, a lot of times people will just kind of sit back and relax. Um, but, you know, you can take notes as well. Wow. So like, it's kind of like a conversational moment that you have with them. Like they're able to like speak during it. It's it's they're they're awake as it's happening. They're not like in a meditative state. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And before. Wow. Yeah, before starting the session, I do like a quick grounding meditation to help um, both them and myself being centered. But yeah, yeah, it is, it could be definitely conversational. Uh, I definitely in the beginning um, ask some questions and sometimes I ask things to clarify because they'll throw, they might throw like three things at me because they're so excited about the session. I'm just like, all right, we're going to have to come back to this one over here. And I I might have to clarify. And sometimes I'm like, okay, no, this is actually a metaphor and this is real um, or whatever is coming through. So it's definitely conversational. um, And, and it's also working with the trust with the client as well, allowing them to feel whatever's like I could, I'm in their energy. So if I know, Hey, we need to take a couple breaths here or whatever it is there's definitely that flow back and forth of whatever's needed for them really wow speaking about the timelines that you mentioned I'm curious with the shifts that's happening collectively do you find that people that come in are more so on a higher timeline already or a more aligned timeline or like what's your insight with with these timelines yeah so uh, you know that's an interesting question I I'm not so sure as far as like where they are, like if they're on their most highest timelines, but I can tell you there's been a shift in January on me and most of my readings, a lot of them, I'm seeing a timeline come up in where I ask, is there like a lifetime? And I would say that was very few before, kind of before it was happening in, you know, end of last year, but there's something with the shift with, I know there's a lot of things astrologically and stuff where that's happening more. So I, I think we're clearing out, we're clearing out so that we probably are on I would say our, our highest timeline and, you know, the most abundant, but now there's like, whatever is kind of there that needs to kind of just move through so that we're just fully like present in our, in our timelines. Um, so that's my kind of take on it, my intuitive bit on it. So not sure for sure. <laughs> it sounds like though, based on that, that maybe there's more room for kind of pivoting to, you know, step into your purpose more. I've been feeling that personally in my personal life. I've been like 
really like actively working with timelines and my intention, I'm about to take a plane. I love, I feel like when you're on a plane, I don't know what it is. Something about the movement being in the sky. I don't know. I was a big fan of Donnie Darko when I was a kid. Like we could get into that. It's a whole nother rabbit hole, but like, I, I feel like it's really easy to jump timelines when you're in that, like, like almost like a liminal space of being in an airplane between points. So I'm planning on ha- doing like something ritualistic on the plane today. Um, but timelines I have noticed are definitely, I agree with you, like with my clients too, I've noticed like people are really, I feel like they're more intentionally open to shifting timelines. Like I feel like it's been lately and I don't know if it's the intention that I set forth to have clients that are just like, so ready to do the work or what it is, but I'm like, I can feel what you're saying where it's like, and I don't necessarily always call it a timeline, but I'm like. I can see you here and I can see you here. And it's like, they're so close to making that shift. And it's like, I love the idea of you being able to come in and almost like, I don't know, I'm visualizing it as like, you're kind of like picking them up and plucking them over here. And like, as long as they're okay with it and consenting and they can, they continue on that path with the spiritual homework you give them, hopefully that could be a whole crazy shift. Um, Yeah. Timelines is, is a really fun topic to, to, to discuss, because I think of it as kind of like your higher self, like your highest timeline is like where your highest self would be if you were acting as your highest self most often. Um, so it's kind of cool to think like we can exist on like, you know, this like lower plane, or we can exist like in the highest timeline as our highest self. And that's our personal choice. You know, we choose that every day. It's not easy always to choose the highest timeline. It's easier to sit and eat a bag of potato chips and binge a crappy show, you know, and I know I've been there, but (laughs) you know, um, so I, I think that's awesome that you brought up timelines because have you noticed it with your clients too? I have noticed that a lot more people are being called to step into their intuition is Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing. They're, they're honoring for the first time, the gifts that they had in childhood and maybe shut down, or they're kind of releasing the fear and like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to recognize that this is for real. Yeah. And I'm going to move forward with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm seeing that. And then also people like you mentioned too, Jenna, like these, they're picking up on karmic cycles. They're noticing it. And they're like, I don't really know what's going on, but like, they're ready to shift it and change it. And that's a big thing too, of like breaking that, that, um, lower vibrational decision that you were making throughout your whole lifetime in this lifetime, like these same patterns keep showing up. And then when we look at it, it's like, it probably was in a past life too, you know? So yeah. Timelines. Yeah. See all of them in the Akashic realm. Um, you know, the way that I, (laughs) I experience it, I feel it. I just know kind of what's coming through. So if there's, it, it works on whatever needs to come through at that time. So sometimes I feel like that's when I get like three different things at the same time. And I go, okay, we're going to come back to this, but, um, they really give me like, right. I'm working with the higher self. So it's whatever needs to be done at that time. Um, but I always look at, I always get the sense of, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie interstellar where like, yes. <laughs> there's the end where there's all the different, like, I don't know, rooms or whatever. It's just like, kind of my brain feels like that. I'm just like, kind of like, you know, picking whatever needs to kind of come through and whatever, um, really opening up for that to come through so um I don't necessarily see everything I do know a lot of times um my 
like there's a lot of information that comes through so there's you know a lot of energy and information and have to make sure I'm also in the client's energy so I need to make sure that they're feeling like settled and grounded and sometimes there's you know they may feel a little disorientation which is normal with all the energy but um but yeah I'm just, I try to just pull in whatever's needed for their their highest and best at that time and I love that you said that you are aiming to get to the root cause mm-hmm. of the issue. Like with me in a background in hypnosis, that's what I'm looking to do too, because then it's like all the other layers that were piled up on top of it, just kind of get lifted off with that root cause. Is that what you're seeing as uh, you're addressing this? Oh, absolutely. It's like, um, from what I've seen is like the root cause is, I, I say that to, I don't know, I don't mean to make it like simplistic, but it's like the point in time where the belief was believed the most, right? Because I've had times in the session too, I've had a session recently where it was like, they brought up like two ages and I was like, okay, they kept going back and forth between the ages. And they were saying like, there was a lot of, um, a lot of these beliefs in between there, but it was this one particular uh, situation where it was believed the most. And it's kind of like that trickle effect and or, or ripple effect into the rest of everything so once we start to move that energy and there's like the awareness with the client on on where it's coming from and that the big point is is that they're present now right that's like the understanding and moving that energy forward and helping to shift that consciousness forward too uh, but it's definitely you know um, it's definitely interesting when you start to go into the root cause and this this specific like detail at this age and this and sometimes I'm like I can't make this up but the client's like wow this is like very specific and and I believe it has to be because that's where beliefs beliefs all energy and that's where it started and that's where you know they're guiding me they're being guided to to move that through to help ripple and clear up and move that through so wow that's so insanely interesting um the other thing I wanted to ask you about um because I don't know that I've ever heard this term before so when I hear something I've never heard I'm like what's that mean um but you said um like density beings, like they're different levels of density. And I'm very interested in like connecting to different beings right now and like channeling and all of that. So I want to know, like, what is the term density? Is that like a dimension or is it something different? Yeah. So, uh, density, it can mean a couple things. A lot of times too, when I work with energy, I, I use that word, um, because there's like a lightness and a heaviness. So mm feel kind of things that are lighter. Um, and it's interesting too, in a lot of sessions, I, uh, cause I started working on my Claire Augustus with the smell like last year. Now I start to feel the shift with the clients and I start to feel like I'm going to sneeze. So it's like a releasing, a having now it's becoming less dense, it's becoming lighter. Um, and so that's one, one way that I use it. Another way is, uh, looking at, um, 
working with, yes, different dimensional beings, uh, multi-dimensional beings. And so uh, I'll work with uh, fifth density, dimensional, uh, seventh density, ninth density, and then I'll work with ascended masters. So it's just, um, it's interesting the way that they explain it too, um, especially when working with like angelics. They talk about, you have the seraphim or like the archangels, and then you have uh, just, a lot of other beautiful angels as well where they they call it like hierarchy but it's just like to we humanize it it's just like a way like we're putting our human terms kind of on it which is kind of how I like to say too with even like time and like we humanize the crap out of like this is what time is and it's linear but it's so much more different so uh a lot of times when I see things I'm like this is based on also to my perceptions and filters and what's coming through from like me but it could you know it could be a little bit different or be perceived differently but that's how I see it is that it's just um like a lighterness um and then also uh definitely the what I've experienced is when I work with beings that are um like nine density, seven density, the healing and the energy that is moved with these beings is pretty profound. So there's definitely something more there, whether it's more right advanced, evolved, or where their consciousness is, uh, the way they connect, um, uh, all of that, their knowledge, their wisdom, there's definitely a lot more there than what, what with some of the other benevolent beings. So yeah, wow. my understanding as well is like the higher you go in density, the higher they are vibrating at. So yeah. that's, it's, yeah. it's also probably taking a lot of energy from you to raise your vibration that high to connect in with those interdimensional beings as you're describing here. Yeah, that's fascinating. So I have another question related to this because you got, you piqued my interest majorly. <laughs> um, so do you call them in or do they come to you? Yes, it's both. It's both whatever is for the client. And I feel like sometimes they're like, as soon as we open, before we open up, sometimes the client starts to feel they're like, there's a, there's a lot of energy here. And especially I, I had one with a medium recently and they're like, yeah, I could feel there's a lot of stuff here. So, um, they're, they're, they know, like, you know, I set the intention before the meeting and, uh, while we're in there, I do call them in. Um, I do work with like, especially I work with ascendant masters on like the root cause and to help, help me, um, you know, right. I'm the conduit, but really help shift it in the direction that it needs to go. Um, so I'm calling them in, I'm calling in different beings in, uh, but a lot of times, uh, the messages that are coming through, um, that's whoever the client needs to hear from. So I know I do work a lot with, um, myself, I work a lot with Jesus, but depending on who the client was, there was like a new, there was a different ascended master. And I didn't know, I didn't really know who they were, but they were a medium and they were like, oh, there's like this person and their ascended master and they could see them. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I just didn't know who they were and, um, it was for them. Right. So it's, it doesn't matter really the, not saying it doesn't matter who they are, but it's all for the client right it's all like their experience and who's needed and most aligned to support them at this time so yeah yeah great who's most to benefit from diving into the akashic realm and and really healing their their records yeah i you know it's um it's funny i mean i would say like 
everyone could benefit, right? Um, I find a lot of people that are coming to me are um, people that have experienced some spiritual awakenings, some um, profound uh, spiritual awakenings. They're in the middle of it. So there's a lot of uh, energy and, and false beliefs or things that, that they're really looking to move through. Um, I actually found like, end of last year into this month a lot of people that are very they have their own spiritual business or that's where they're going and it's really interesting because a lot of the messages are like we want to get you over here like asap we want to like <laughs> they're like really getting pushed to open up their own business or put themselves out more um and there seems to be a need for it based on i know like the the shift in consciousness is you know, that's happening. We're in a new age. Uh, but uh, I, there was a specific time, I think it was in December. It was like in six months, there's like, like some big, like there's like a mass awakening event. So there's definitely like a point where they're like, all of them are pretty consistent. I was like, all right, we need to like, <laughs> you guys are got to get out there. You're good. Um, so I, I find a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs and people that have their own businesses have been coming to me a lot lately, but I, I say anyone can do it. Um, even if you've, uh, you know, I would even say if you've never even tried like therapy too, it's it. And you're like kind of nervous on like speaking to someone about your stuff. Um, this is something where, uh, what is what that person can handle is going to come through because I know for my first reading where someone did it to me um, they held back details they're like usually they're you know they're just giving back everything they they give everything but they're specifically telling me not to tell you this and she's like, I, that, that doesn't always come through. So it's for the highest and best of whatever, um, whatever that person really wants and what their intention is. So, yeah. <laughs> How do they feel after? I, I love this. Like for me, yeah. I do past life work. Um, not I don't necessarily, you know, go into the Akashic records, but I guide people through past life regressions and the, the power. And like you mentioned before, the patterns that come up and when you, I, I mean, I imagine, and you tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine as you are even sharing this information, as you're just having this, you know, casual, I mean, I don't know, casual, but this conversation, <laughs> right their their eyes are not closed or not into hypnosis, but I imagine that it brings up emotion for them to kind of um confirm that yeah you know it's for them to feel it in their own body is that what your clients describe yes so in the sessions they will absolutely feel energy as um energies moving as i'm working with the different energy modalities they'll feel a lot sometimes we get to um we get to where I'm working with the seven density beings to help move energy through. And a lot of times here's where I'll, I'll feel some disorientation myself. So it's just like a rush of energy and just, right. It's just all trying to move it out. Uh, and a lot of it too, it's just depending on where it is and how long it's been there and how many lifetimes and, and kind of all that, um, they'll, they'll definitely feel the emotion. Sometimes I even have had people who were emotional with other lifetimes. And I have seen that, um, you know, I mean, some of them are, you know, traumatic and there's a lot of things that happen there. So it definitely 
the, the emotions are definitely stored in, in the bodies where it's coming through. And now it's like, they're, they're feeling it in whatever type of way that they now need to feel it. So it's pretty profound. And I think the big thing too, is, uh, this session usually will, will run for about 48 hours after. So the, any energies, any purging, any emotions that will still continue to come out. Um, and then usually after like whatever that next full day is after the 48 hours, they come up and it's kind of like a, like a veil is lifted. Like there's something like they were, they were going through it and, and not in a bad way, but just sometimes they're, maybe they're really tired. Sometimes they're really energized. And now it's kind of just like some veil has been lifted and it's kind of that aha moment. So it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to see like the changes in clients and, and their experience and the emotions that come up in different ways where you wouldn't imagine. So. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned you work with a lot of people going through awakenings or, or newly having gone through an awakening. Is that what inspired the name of your business? Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, so they, I, spirit gave me the name of the business really. I, and then I kind of did, I did some research to make sure on kind of what was out there on social media, but I, that was definitely part of it. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of times when I hear awakening, right. I think of, uh, a couple things. I think of this shift in, um, perspectives, this slight, even if it's like a slight shift, I'm just learning and awakening to this new self, right? I'm, I'm awakening to some new things that are out there that maybe I haven't noticed before there. And, and it's not to say that, um, to that, like, you know, certain people are unawake or like awake. It's just people are where they are in their journey. And I, I love it when people have, um, they see it and they have the courage to continue, even if it's baby steps, to move forward in curiosity with these new perspectives. And that's all it takes, a little curiosity to say, all right, I'm going to go check out that flyer that I saw or like check out this post or follow this person. And it's just little drifts in every time. And sometimes like I could go to networking events and kind of explain what I do to some people and, and people that have not, never kind of been in this kind of work. And, and it just takes a little bit of awareness is where I just, I'm here just for some people just to, you know, maybe they never knew about this and maybe they're not interested, but um, I see it as like an opportunity not to like change their beliefs, but um, for them to know that it's there and it's accessible. So yeah. Curiosity, the opposite of judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, curiosity. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That, this has been such an amazing, um, conversation. I feel like I've learned a lot. I hope that listeners have probably learned a lot too. Um, it's been so nice talking to you, Jenna. Um, yeah, I'm just so grateful that there's all of us beautiful people out here doing this work and it's all, you know, we all have our own path and our own way of doing it, but it's just, um, it's just really cool to hear about it. So yeah, the Akashic records are just so fascinating to me and, um, I think it's really awesome that you found that as your, your outlet. So, um, I, I can't imagine how much work it is to do all of that and to pull all of that through, but it must be fun. You know, it must be really cool to speak to all those beings and, um, help people work through all of their lifetimes. Cause that's kind of what it is, right. It's like all of the many lifetimes. It's like your whole, 
your whole soul, right? It's, there's a lot there. So thank you for taking, um, taking that and, and making something helpful for people. That's really beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it's exciting work. I do. I do truly genuinely enjoy it and very passionate about it and uh, excited to see where it goes too. Cause there's always things changing and like I could end up here in a year and that's just where I'm supposed to be. So I love that. That's a beautiful mindset. Um, do you want to share with us maybe like where the viewers can find you if they want to book a session with you or your Instagram or all, all your social media, good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I have my website. It's uh, myawakeningwithin.com. And that's got all the information there that I do, the different readings. And then I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm more, most active on Instagram. Uh, so that's at myawakeningwithin. And, uh, and yeah, those are kind of like the main areas that can find me. I do have my podcast, which I took a little break, but uh, now starting next week, I'll be up and going and that's on YouTube. Uh, I mean, it's all, you can find it on different platforms, but I have a mini series that's coming in the spring where I'm traveling to different sacred sites, including I'll be at Stonehenge on summer solstice. So I plan on going live and doing an energy transmission. So that's why I like, I say, go to YouTube and subscribe because that's going to be like some cool stuff. <laughs> it'll be a little bit different than your normal uh, uh, podcast. It'll be a little bit different. So I'll be in Sedona and, and Mount Shasta too. So. Oh, such great energetic places. I love it. Yeah. That's so cool. And you want to see it, not just listen to it. So I yeah. get it. Yeah. I you got to see YouTube. it for sure. <laughs> So definitely that so definitely subscribe there if you want to see that and get notifications on that as well. Wow. So Jenna, if you had one message to leave our audience with today, what would you want to share with them? Ooh, only one. <laughs> uh, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, really to honor where you are in your journey. Um, it, it gets really hard, especially like in the beginning when you're like, okay, um, I see other people in this, in, in different areas. Why am I not here? Why am I there? And, and it's really important in, even I find myself to, I always have to remind myself to just honor where I am. I'm supposed to be exactly where I'm supposed to be. Uh, there are steps, there are opportunities for me to shift and I, I can continue to do that, but it's just about being really present in the moment. And really, um, and that's where you come into the most alignment and that's where you're most connected and, and it's not coming from judgment or it's, it's helping to get out of like the, the thought mindset and into the flow of your body. So that's really what I would probably say is like been my biggest thing that I would, I'd leave with the audience and say to really, um, you know, try your best not to judge yourself too. So love that beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, follow Jenna. It's so funny saying your name, Jenna, because <laughs> it's my name too, but definitely stay connected with her. Check out her work. It sounds like you are doing some incredible healing work. So thank you for everything that you are contributing to society and to this spiritual world. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you, Jenna. All right, I'm going to stop recording. That was fun. That was fun. Are you sure you want to stop?